Welcome to Discussions at the Dishwasher. My name is Ethan Morrison, and happy September! Finally, we have reached the ninth month of, De- of 2021. I almost said December. We've reached the ninth month of 2021, and football is just less than two weeks away. How about that? Less than two weeks away. I cannot be more excited for the season to start. A lot to talk about there. A lot to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Juju Smith-Schuster once again in the news. The little scuffle between Chase Claypool, Mika Fitzpatrick. We'll get into that. Um, also, the roster cuts, the 52, 53-man roster cuts were made over yesterday. few big names, or a few bigger names. I, I wouldn't want to say big names, but a few bigger names that made that list. Um, that we will get into a little bit later. Also, the saga with Bishop Sycamore, we'll get to um, in just a couple of minutes. But first, you know, Nick and I, starting out, when was it? July, we were like, we're going to kick up the podcast production. And we're going we're gonna to start putting out our one-man show podcasts to, you know, try to drive more traffic and get more listeners, get more viewership, and you know, we thought, okay, we need to be, we need to be consistent. I mean, I have been somewhat consistent. Nick's also been somewhat consistent, putting out episodes basically once a week or once every other week. So we're still getting more um, content out there for all of you guys that listen. But also, what we are going to mark the return of the Stranded Sports Podcast. Um, a lot more details in the works coming very soon. Hopefully, getting that started and kicked back up next week. All your favorites are going to be back. Connor Lawrence, Tyler Gallo. Hopefully, Jack O'Brien. I'm saying that with a question because I have not really talked to him at all this summer. Jack, please come back. Um, Still mauling the idea of bringing back Stranded with the Under. Um, I'm probably going to be running that show from the college campus that I am at, Robert Morris University. I'll, I'll, might, I might run that. We might just stick it in there with um, the Stranded Sports Podcast. I don't know. There's a lot to still be decided, but I will tell you this. The Stranded Sports Podcast will be back, and it will be better than ever. Don't you guys worry. But before all of that gets posted next week, we got a show to take care of right now. We have discussions at the dishwasher. And there's a lot that went down this week that I want to discuss. So, let's get polishing. Okay. Bishop Sycamore. (laughs) Bishop Sycamore. The school from Ohio. There was some shady stuff going on with them over this past weekend. You know, IMG Academy, you know, the team from Florida. It's, It's like a prep school that, you know, fields a insane team every year in every sport imaginable for high school and they produce all these college products all these NFL products all these NBA products they're 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 good so you know IMG's played teams from around the Pittsburgh area have played teams from all over the country basically and they're always looking to play teams and they're always getting televised on ESPN because they're that good and you know they're always a sight to see whenever they're televised because they're going to blow every team out that they see. So they decide to play um, 
this team called Bishop Sycamore, which is supposed to be, and I'm putting this in air quotes, a prep school in Ohio. And no red flags were given. And it was like, okay, it's just another school um, that they're that they're going to play. So it's like, oh, okay, another another school. Um, you know, they're just gonna blow them the hell out like they do with every other school. And nobody really thought much of it. Nobody thought like, hey, we should check in on this school and like see see how they've played before. No, 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 sir. No, 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 no. So none of that. No, no. Like I don't even. I, I don't even know. But I'm gonna get to to the story. And so they play. They get blown the hell out. And then it's like they're like, oh, they just played two days ago against Stow Rocks, which is a team outside of Pittsburgh. And it's like, what the, f- what the f? I'm not gonna swear. Hey. Hey, I will put money into a swear jar if I swear from now on. So I'm going to try to keep it clean. What the F? Seriously, what the F is going on? They played Still Rocks two days ago, which obviously will question the, you know, not even the legitimate legitimacy of this team, and also will question the, um, will also question the health and safety that goes on. So, you know, they say, oh, they played Still Rocks. What the heck? And then they, they go on ESPN two days later, and they're playing IMG Academy in Canton. And, you know, there's red flags going up everywhere. ESPN drops an article, I think, on Monday, and they're like, oh, this team doesn't even exist. So shame on the marketing department for ESPN. I think I, I forget what it's called because I'm trying to do this on the fly right now and find the article that, you know, it was... It was mentioned in, oh, Paragon, Paragon. That's the marketing department that, you know, came up and scheduled this game on the calendar. And, you know, the president told Awful Announcing that he, that if he had known Bishop Sycamore had played a game on Friday, he would have canceled the game Sunday against IMG. Now, here's the thing. Rashid Jahazi the president of uh, Paragon, who was the marketing department who put this game all together. Wouldn't you think that, you know, wouldn't you think, oh, to look into the schedule maybe? Like, wouldn't you think of looking at the schedule and say, oh, this team has played a game Friday night. Oh, we shouldn't be putting them on Sunday. Playing them again on Sunday. Well, that's like the smart thing to do. They didn't do that. They just said, okay, we're not even going to look at the schedule. Hey, this is when you're playing. There you go. Now, there, there's probably some other factors that went in that I don't know about and that I'm probably not going to get into because I have no idea. But just just look at the schedule. You, they're, they're, you're getting national media attention on this game. This is on ESPN for Pete's sake. And you're getting guy, people, media, covering this game. You're getting announcers looking at these rosters, looking at games played before. There wasn't a red flag. And like, oh, crap. This team played on Friday, is going to play Friday until they play, and then they're going to play again on Sunday. 
against IMG. Nothing like that. Nothing struck them. So I don't know what throw th fell through the cracks there, Rashid. I do not know. But sh shame on you. And then more stuff comes out on, I think, Monday that says, oh, they're not a real school. Uh, if you look at the address of Bishop Sycamore, it's a damn house. There you go, I swore. Put 25 cents in the swear jar. I'm going to keep running tally. It's a house. A house is the address of the high school. I think the record was like 0-5. Like they've played, putting in air quotes again, they've played games before. And they went 0-5. I think only one season of football they have played and they went 0-5. More, this, this gets more interesting too. It does. It really does. Just as you think things could not get any worse, it does. Team. The team. The parents. It's like a whole freaking act that's going on around here. The parents got interviewed about this. And they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This team. This team's not very good. Yeah. So they talk. But no, this gets more interesting, guys. It does. It really does. The coach. <laughs> he has a warrant out for his arrest. He also got fired, by the way, after the game. Also has a warrant out for his arrest. <laughs> That's funny. Also, still gets worse. The team is made out of Juco dropouts. Juco dropouts. So they're not even high schoolers. They're not even, like, they're not even high school. They're not even eligible to play. Stowe Rocks beat them 19-7 to on Friday. And that was telling. I didn't I didn't uh, feel the need to watch the highlights of the Stowe Rocks game. But I did watch the highlights minutes before recording this against in their game against IMG Academy. And holy, holy sheet. Haha, <laughs> I didn't swear there. Holy sheet. 58 to nothing was the final. And their team looked atrocious. Atrocious. Now, it's IMG Academy, but they couldn't even make a simple pass. They couldn't make a simple read. Um, the, the, the punt, the punt, like, nailed one of their linemen's heads. That was just god-awful and, like, funny to watch, and that's when legitimacy was raised and all of that jazz. But also... More stuff comes out today. The Ohio governor, Mark, uh, excuse me, Mike DeWine tweeted out two hours ago, which is probably around, what, four o'clock whenever I'm recording this now. It puts a whole, yeah, oh, I was right, four o'clock. Yeah, nice, nice, Ethan, nice. Hey, we're doing well. We're doing well today. Mike DeWine says, Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio says, Like many Ohioans, I am concerned by the recent reports and questions raised about Bishop Sycamore. While this weekend's football game brought concerns about the health and safety of players, it also raised red flags about the school's operations. Schools like Bishop Sycamore have an obligation under Ohio law to meet certain minimum standards, whether meet certain minimum standards, period. Whether Bishop Sycamore meets those standards is not clear. 
I have asked Ohio Education to conduct an investigation investigation into Bishop Sycamore to ensure compliance with Ohio law and to ensure the school is providing the educational opportunities Ohio students deserve. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mike! 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 They're not even high school students! They're not! They're college dropouts, Mike. They're college dropouts. They're not high school students. No. They dropped out of high school. And they put on this whole dang gig just to get exposure. Their coach has a freaking warrant on him. What are we doing? Come on, Mike. Also, I mean, the comments are funny about this. And everyone's talking about COVID. But that's a different story. And that's something that I will not get into. Um, also, I mean, Bleach Report came out that, you know, everything that I've said. Also, I mean, they've claimed that, you know, they've had multiple Division One prospects on their team. Like, I think one of the announcers, I think it was Steve Steve Levy called that game too, I think. And that was, that was even funnier because I was like, oh my God, they got Steve Levy to call this damn high school football game? How about that? Um, they claim that they have multiple Division One prospects, and I think one of the announcers said, "Oh yeah, here's the Clemson, uh, Clemson commit," which you know it, it makes it even funnier now. It makes it even funnier that you know these guys, these guys, they got air quotes again offers from these different schools. Nobody thinks, oh, let's, 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 you know, let's do some research on these guys. Let's, you know, statisticians, guys that are putting together the uh, sheets and spreadsheets for the announcers. Hey, let's look at these guys. Let's get some biographies on these guys. Let's see what they're really all about. So, you know, we can have information for the damn broadcast. No, nobody does that. No, there's no red flags raised. This is just a bit, whole big goof from ESPN. And, I, and I'm, I'm ranting on this. Because it's just crazy. It's crazy to see this, like, fall through the cracks. And, yeah, it's a great storyline. You know, ESPN is kind of under fire right now. I mean, I don't have a problem with with this game being played. Yeah, it's wrong for all the—I all the, mean, it's wrong that they're, that they're playing this game. And, I, I mean, I, it's, it's a funny story. And like I don't have anything against ESPN. Let's let's be clear here. I, I I don't think I have any problem with them, you know, saying what they're saying. I'm just really confused on why there were no red flags raised. I mean, I I don't get it. This this might be the story of the year. And you know, I don't know how this. I I still I'm still I still can't fathom. How this fell through. I really don't. And you know, there's um there's there's like there's 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 memes, there's everything that that, that are on this now. Everyone's getting a laugh out of this. <laughs> and you know, I I, I just f- th- think that it's so funny that this all fell through the cracks. And like I don't even know like what else was said on the broadcast. I didn't watch the game. I don't watch any of these high school football against IMG Academy games. I just don't. I really don't. But it's just funny to see. Well, that's enough with Bishop Sycamore. I hope more comes out on this all um, 
even more. Um, who knows what's going to happen with their coach? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to get arrested. But who knows? <laughs> I still can't believe. Oh my god, I can't believe it, dude. I re- I just can't believe it. It's so freaking hilarious. But enough of that. Let's move on to some football news. Uh, before we get into the Steelers, let's talk about Mac Jones and the AFC East quarterbacks. What a young group of studs. I mean, that division's going to be healthy and running for years. Like, you know, if, if you know, teams other than the Bills, you know, start adding more pieces and add just a few more pieces, they're going to be competitive against each other all year. And it's going to be one of the toughest divisions in football in these next couple of years. It really will. Mac Jones wins the starting job today. Was a little bit shocked. Cam Newton released. Uh, most definitely probably going to be picked up uh, by one of these teams. Has been, you know, talked about going to Pittsburgh. I don't think that's going to happen. I just don't. Right now they got Rudolph and Haskins. I don't think adding Newton will help. In any way, especially if he's not going to play this year. I'm pretty sure Newton would like to play this year. I don't, I mean, really, what starting job would he get at this point in the year and this this late out of camp? But that's that with him. Also, what else is there to talk about in, in the world of football? I know I'm missing something, and I'm probably going to remember it after we talk about the Steelers. And... You know, and now it's not ringing a bell. So let's just jump in right to the Steelers. So Tuesday, yesterday, when this was not getting posted, when this is getting posted on Wednesday, Tuesday was the final day to make cuts to get their roster down to 53. 53 guys. So long, Jordan Berry. So long, Cameron Kennedy. So long. So long, Jalen Samuels. So long, Trey Edmonds. So long, B.J. Finney. So long, Kevin Radar. So long, Cassius Marsh. Josh Dobbs on the injury reserve because he got injured in the final preseason game. So long, my fellow soldiers. You will be missed. B.J. Finney was cut. little surprise there. I mean, he... He was kind of a mainstay on the line. He got in and out of games uh, the past couple of seasons. Jordan Berry, I'm, I'm kind of happy that he got cut. He was not good last year. He was not good the year before. So I really don't have any problems with them cutting him. Presley Harvin was the third, was their seventh-round draft pick. So I'm very happy with them getting rid of Jordan Berry and keeping Presley because he is, he is like... I'm going to say it. He is the Pat McAfee of punting now. He's like, he's the fan favorite, if you will. He is the fan favorite. Um, Like, I, I also, Jalen Samuels was cut. I don't really have any complaints with that either. I just, I just feel like, you know, he wasn't going to get much playing time anyway. And, you know, having the running back room that they have... Right now with Balage, I hope I said that right. I probably just butchered the hell out of that. Balage, Najee, um, 
in Benny Snell. There's really no need to keep him. He wasn't doing much anyway on the ground. He was just really there to just as a receiving back. And now that you got Balazs, you could do just that. I did. There's really no use for him. So good on them for cutting him. Um, pretty sure Josh Dobbs is probably going to get transferred to the I, uh, not the IR. Excuse me. He's on the IR right now after getting injured in the preseason finale. But he'll probably most likely move to the practice squad or just cut get cut altogether. Um, so starting on Wednesday, they can sign 16 players to the practice squad. And, you know, their, their, their season kicks off on September 12th against the Buffalo Bills on the road at Highmark Stadium. So that was the Steelers roster news. No big surprises. Nothing that caught my eye. Um, I'm happy with the moves that they made and where they stand right now. But in other news, Crazy Juju is back at it again. Yeah, he did the Milk Crate Challenge. Has anyone seen that Milk Crate Challenge? It's wild. You know, I I mean, I, I'm, I'm all over TikTok all the time. I'm seeing these different trends. And I see this Milk Crate Challenge where you're like, it's like a pyramid where you like walk up the milk crates like, like a staircase. And then you can walk right down. And people are spilling, like, could like seriously injure themselves, <laughs> like break their neck, um, you know, just get the wind knocked out of them. Stuff like that. Juju thought it was oh, a week before the season, thought it was a grand old idea just to, you know, do the milk crate challenge and possibly get injured. Smart, Juju, smart. But, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The thing with Juju is he cannot be stopped. And people can say all the shit that they want. And it's not going to change. It's really not. You can say, oh, Juju's doing this. Juju's doing that. No, it's not going to change anything. He's still going to do his TikTok shit. He's still going to do his crazy antics and and dances and trends and who what's and who that's. Still going to do that. Nothing's going to change. And And fans don't get that. And yes, I know it's very, very stupid and very, very irresponsible of Juju doing that. I don't like it. I really don't. But Juju's going to be Juju. Chase is going to be Chase. Get into that in a second. So instead of like yelling at Juju for doing this, because I know my voice isn't going to change anything, and instead of just wasting characters on Twitter, why say anything when you know he's still going to be himself and he doesn't care what people say? That's just all how I think of it and, and just how Steeler fans are. They're like, oh, uh, Juju's doing this and Juju's doing that. And oh, no, oh, no, that's so sad. It's not going to change anything. Let's be honest. Also, Chase Claypool, Mika Fitzpatrick getting into a fight in practice. Uh, they said it's about competition. I don't think that there was anything ill in that fight other than they're just, you know, going after each other. And, you know, of course, fans are going to get, oh, oh, Steeler fans are going to be like, oh, 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 Juju and Minka. Oh, boy, they're fighting. They're tussling in practice. Oh, no, call the police department. Call the fire department. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Shut up. Shut up. Do you think this is the first damn time a fucking fight's happened? Oh, boy. Just dropped the F-bomb. How about that? I'm sorry, mother. But <laughs> do you think... Do you think a fight... This is the first time a fight between two teammates has ever happened on a football field. On an NFL football field. No! It happens all the time. It does. It does. Grow up. Seriously. Seriously. I know Antonio Brown didn't punch a teammate, but he still punched someone. He did. And, you know, Steeler fans were like, this is getting blown out of proportion. What are we doing? Just shut up. Please. I'm so annoyed with Pittsburgh Steeler fans just saying, D -d 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 I, 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 I don't know anymore. And, you know, I know, I mean, it's the same thing with the Pirates, too. It really is. When something doesn't, when, when a decision is not someone's way and the fans don't like it, they're going to say they're going to blow everything out of proportion. They are. And nothing's, like I said, like I said with Juju, nothing's going to change. They're still going to be the Steelers. People are still going to question um, Mike Tomlin's coaching and how he runs the locker room. Nothing's going to change. Seriously. So people are just running their mouths for a scuffle. I don't think it was a fist fight, to the best of my knowledge. It was a scuffle in team practice. They were probably just going after each other. You know, just in good competition. Claypool either burned... I, I, I didn't read much into this, but Claypool either burned Fitzpatrick and was talking shit, or vice versa. Claypool got clamped by Fitzpatrick, and that was it. And, and Claypool got pissed off, and they're just they were just fighting about that, and got into a little tussle. That's it. That's all that it was. But fans are still going to question this team and question how they are as people, as human beings, on and off the football field, and just blow everything out of proportion. I, I'm done. I really am. That will do it for this week's episode of Discussions at the Dishwasher. I want to thank everyone for listening, and we will see you next week. And remember to keep your dishes clean. Dishwasher.